The Black and White Network proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisals. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from the mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Hello, this is Dan Perkins of Black and White's Network. I want to tell you about one of our product sponsors, CV Sciences, and their exciting product called CV Acute. The news is full of the number of people who are getting Omnicon, even though they were fully vaccinated. People who are looking for alternatives, something all natural, something that may help protect them, even if you've had all of your shots. CV Acute is a supplement that is all natural. You use it at the onset. You take three doses a day for three days and you're done. Most of the science today is focusing on treatment during the first three to five days of the attack. If you want an all natural way to help your body fight the Omicron virus, then think about buying a bottle of CV Sciences Acute for each of your family members and have it on hand so you are ready if and when the attack comes. You can buy the amazing all-natural supplement at cvsciences.com. Do it now. Go to cvsciences.com and protect you and your entire family. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Moms Across America. We're very excited to have you here with us today. We hope that you had a good holiday and that everybody is safe. Today, I've got Vicki Tonkins with us, me, and I'm Kathleen Fitzgerald. We're going to be talking about natural immunity and hopefully if we get time about the, the schools and how they want teachers unions and people want to shut down and not go to in-class learning, they wanna stay uh, online learning and, and that's a disaster. And then if we don't get to any more of that, that's what it is. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Vicki, nice to have you here. How's it going? It's going great. Um you know, we were talking a little bit earlier and I was just kind of voicing my frustration with this whole COVID stuff. So yeah, so we're gonna talk about natural immunity today. I think that's something that hasn't been touched on too much. No, so we keep meaning to get to it. And uh, I know that it's a, it's a huge uh, topic because it doesn't look like they want you to go the natural way. There's always an artificial way. I can remember back in the day, the fake butter came out. I was like, no. <laughs> and then, yep. you know, fake. Um, what was uh, that? God. The butter is one is one chemical away from being plastic. Yeah. <laughs> and then hydrogenated, hydrogenated vegetable oil. I used right? that when I was growing up, but we got smarter, like aspartame and the, the artificial sweeteners. So now... Same thing, we've got natural immunity or artificial immunity is what it's looking like to me. And I'm going again to decline the artificial system. I'm Absolutely. not going to do that. Absolutely. So I brought up a couple articles and if it's okay with you, I'll just get started on, on what I found then you can you know interject anytime. Absolutely. So um, I pulled up an article, um, this is Dr. Macri. He is a um, professor at John Hopson's School of Medicine. So I'm always trying to bring up mainstream articles just to see what they say. Sometimes right. it's, it's not the same as other articles that you find. So we'll just go with a conservative approach. Now, what he's saying 
and I'll just get right to the bones of this. It appears that natural immunity is better against the Delta variant. Hmm. When you get infected with COVID, your body's immune system develops antibodies to the entire surface of the virus. Not just the slight protein that the vaccines give you, but the entire surface. So you get more a diverse antibody portfolio in your system. And he says that data from Israel revealed the natural immunity appears to be 6.7 times more effective than being vaccinated when it comes to fighting off COVID-19. And one of the greatest failures of our medical leadership has been ignoring the half of America with natural immunity, which is the half of non-vaccinated folks. That's very interesting. And that's where my frustration comes in. <laughs> but you know, then, because, okay, yeah. wait, 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 but then, sorry to interrupt you, but then he says in a tweet, July 19th. So this came out in um, August 5th was this. So in July, he says, the pandemic of the unvaccinated is a misnomer. It's a pandemic of the non-immune. More precisely, it's a series of regional outbreaks in selected pockets of the country with low population immunity. Same take home message though, if you're not immune, get immune by getting vaxxed. So it's not, that doesn't make sense to me. No. At all. Okay, yeah, but that's ahead. how, it's, it's like double speak. It's like, come on now, tell the truth. Did he get his hand slapped or something? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I read, I'm sorry, I had so much paper here and so many articles and so many things that are contradicting themselves it's 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 insane but there is a, an article from u-d-u-m-b-a-r-a i'm not even going to try to pronounce it okay i'm from the south sometimes that's a little challenging so <laughs> so this article reads july this is no this is an article from july 12 2021 so it goes back a little ways but I think it's really key into what we're looking at in this natural immunity. It says cases had started their downward trend, talking about COVID, had started their, their downward trend before COVID shots were widely used. That's important. Following patterns from previous pandemics, the pre precipitous de decline in new cases of COVID 19 started well before a meaningful number of people had been vaccinated. Robert N. Kaplan, professor uh, emeritus at the UCLA Fielding School of Public Health, that's what he says. And he continues by saying, the most reasonable explanation for declining rates of SARS-CoV-2 appears to be, wait for it, natural immunity from previous infections, which vary considerably from state to state. He goes on to cite a study by the National Institutes of Health, which suggests SARS-CoV-2 prevalence was 4.8 times higher than previously thought thanks to undiagnosed infection. So in other words, what he is saying here, I mean, Moms Across America, you're smart. Basically what he was saying is, herd immunity works. It was actually working after we came out of our homes and we we're back out in society natural immunity was working. And then here comes the vax. And now 
they're pushing the vaccination. And like I do with everything else that, that seems like an anomaly to me, Kathleen, I always say, why? <laughs> why the vaccination? Well, I got my theories, but we're not gonna go into that today <laughs> because there's been some real serious findings of what's in the Pfizer vaccine. Everybody, you should look into that. What are they finding now? Well, Kathleen, you remember last, last time we were talking about at the very beginning of the show, we were talking about how the swab has that carcinogenic agent on it. Sorry, I can't remember the name of it right now. Ethylene but is oxide. This, is that where all this is beginning? I don't know. I've also heard that after people get tested, they come down with COVID symptoms. Well, I, I'm real speculative to see it. Maybe those... I always think those test swabs are not uh, real mm -hmm. good. And, and yep. anyway, <laughs> yeah. So let's get on, let's get, stay on. I gotta keep on track here. Um, I've got another article here. Um, it's uh, from the Washington U University School of Medicine in St. Louis, uh, May 24th, 2021. Good news, mild COVID-19 induces long lasting antibody protection. Um, editor's note, December 22nd here, so that was just a little while ago. Um, since May, when this study was published, epidemiological data has shown that people who have recovered from COVID-19 can be reinfected with the virus and become sick again. This means to be especially, um, True with the Delta and Omicron variants. The study found that antibodies persistent long after infection, uh, and those have been supported by subsequent research. And then it says, uh, blah, 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 blah. If, if you have not, you know, gotten your vaccine, get your vaccine and your booster. Okay. Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I'm yes. so sorry to interrupt you. But that sounds a little contradictory to me. And the reason I say that is Dr. Fauci came out early on, early on, saying that you can't get COVID twice. And so did uh, Dr. Uh, oh, who was that? Um, but I'm now sorry, you, there was another doctor that came on. But you just, but you just read that you can get it twice. Which is it? These people have changed their minds so many times. I'm. I doubt their science at this point. Well, that's true. I mean, absolutely. You brought that up, Vicki, because this article was printed in May 24th, but then they had to add a little extra in <laughs> December to it just to make sure, you know. So let's go through this. And the uh, study found um, months after recovering from mild cases, people still have immune cells in their body pumping out antibodies against the virus. It causes COVID-19. Such cells could persist for a lifetime, turning out antibodies all the while. And then this was, of course, published on May 24th. Um, it says, last fall, there were reports that antibodies waned quickly after infection with the virus. So then mm. the mainstream media in this article says they ran with that and just said, oh, immunity is not long-lived. And that uh, they say that's a misinterpretation of the data purposefully. And that uh, antibodies 
can produce cells in people up to 11 months. And you were saying that, Vicki, right? Was Well, 11. yeah, I was reading several different articles and they went in, they said that the immune immunity could last, natural immunity could last anywhere from 13 to 16 months. But I have a question. This came to my mind when you were talking and I had thought about this, you know, periodically as we were doing our research and stuff. Okay. I don't know if you remember this, but I do. And I remember as, as a parent, but I also remember as a child getting chicken pox. Everybody that was my age got chicken pox, right? So when my children, when my son was what, three or four years old, I can't remember, he got chicken pox. Well, I had my daughter and I was like, okay, let's have that chicken pox party I used to, to hear where you'd bring all the kids around that one child who had chicken pox. So everybody got chicken pox. Now, Kathleen, I don't know about you, but I had the chicken pox when I was five. I'm a little older now. I haven't gotten chicken pox yet. I haven't gotten it again. So I'm just a little bit leery about this immunity thing only lasting 13 to 16 months and being able to get COVID again. Well, let me just add a little bit about that chicken pox vaccine. It's got the fetal cell uh, line. There was a mother, a mother in there. Uh, they took the fetal cell line from, she had mental disorders. And um, so wow. why would they do that? And then it gives, uh, they reported that um, the, um, what is it when you get the uh, shingles? shingles. That the chicken pox vaccination um, later can give people shingles. Don't know, but that's what they're saying. Yeah. So I am not, yes, you know, that's how we did it back in the day until they got all these vaccines that, you know, everybody just lines up because it's mandated. Can't get your kids in school if you don't have their vaccinations or immunization records. But now they want to make the COVID-19 vaccination uh, upgrade every year, just like the flu vaccination with these different strains that they already have listed. We've already seen it. They've got them all listed and they get the vaccines. So then that's gonna be part of the mandatory vaccination um, schedule. What I, think is yeah, what I think is happening is people are waking up to the fact that their kids aren't healthy. We've got autism, astronomical you know, hey. numbers. Kathleen, hold that thought. And we'll start back with that when we come back in just a minute or so. So hold on folks, we're coming back and we're gonna continue talking about natural immunity versus vaccination immunity. Yeah, artificial immunity. Hello, this is Dan Perkins of Black and Whites Network. I wanna tell you about one of our product sponsors, CV Sciences, and their exciting product called CV Acute. The news is full of the number of people who are getting Omnicon even though they were fully vaccinated. People who are looking for alternatives, something all natural, something that may help protect them even if you've had all of your shots. CV Acute is a supplement that is all natural. You use it at the onset. You take three doses a day for three days and you're done. Most of the science today is focusing on treatment during the first three to five days of the attack. If you want an all natural way to help your body fight the Omicron virus, then think about buying a bottle of CV Sciences Acute for each of your family members and have it on hand so you are ready if and when the attack comes. 
You can buy the amazing all-natural supplement at cvsciences.com. Do it now. Go to cvsciences.com and protect you and your entire family. All right. Welcome back, Moms Across America. We are going to continue our conversation about uh, natural immunity versus vaccine immunity. So Kathleen, go ahead and finish up with what you were talking about when we closed. Thanks, Vicki. So according to this article, and this this article comes from the Washington University uh, School of Medicine in St. Louis. So um, they're saying that uh, these cells from mild cases of COVID-19 can persist for a lifetime, churning out antibodies all the while throughout your whole life. They store in the bone marrow, apparently. And there's strong evidence for long-lasting immunity. Yep. And uh, during a viral infection, antibody-producing immune cells rapidly multiply and circulate in the blood. Uh, And then once the infection is resolved, most of them die off. But a small population of antibody-producing cells will, um, called long-lived plasma cells, migrate to the bone marrow and settle in. And that way they secrete low levels of antibodies through the bloodstream um, your entire life. So what you were saying about the chickenpox, absolutely. Um, the key, they said, is that it lies in the bone marrow. And then, of course, the study does not cover um, COVID-19 cases that are extreme. That, and what it says here later on, we had a question about whether or not, uh, what, what is a... Uh, low-level COVID-19 infection, apparently it's not having to go to the hospital. So people who are infected and never had symptoms may also have long-lasting immunity. So they call, talk about the asymptomatic people. Right. Um, you don't even know you have it. Of course, they already know that you have antibodies previous to all this COVID-19 because, well, it's a coronavirus, which one of the seven that they test for is a common cold. And if you test for that one, you'll get sent home or the whole school closed or whatever based on a, a common cold. But um, let me continue on. So when you're talking about a low level COVID-19 infection, um, then they go into when they have an inflammatory infection. Inflammation plays a major role in severe COVID-19 cases and too much inflammation can lead to defective immune responses. And that's a whole nother story because mm-hmm. the studies that I read, all of them were saying that anyone on immunosuppressant therapy, which is steroids, and you treat lupus and autoimmune disorders, most of them are treated with steroids, autoimmune right. therapy, they're gonna have a massive inflammation uh, scenario. So. But That's wait who a, they want to get the, go ahead. But wait a minute. One of the things that they do when you have, when you, when you get COVID-19 um, is they're concerned about what they call COVID lung. It's where your lungs do some kind of craziness and, can, and it can affect you long-term. What's the first thing that they give you is a steroid. So are we defeating the purpose here? I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor, nor do I play one on television, but are we defeating the purpose? If inflammation is the problem, steroids cause inflammation. Am I 
Am I well, seeing something here? The, the use of corticosteroids, autoimmune therapy, it's, it's suppressing the immune system. And so then when they get the vaccination, apparently, or get the COVID-19, it causes massive inflammation because their immune system must be suppressed. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how this all works, but I, I definitely could find the information. People, moms across America, where is this? Can't see it. I know. It's oh, there we are. Uh, it's all here. You can go online and just keep digging, keep clicking on the links, and eventually you'll get down a rabbit hole and then just print it off. That's what I do. It's hard to go back and find this stuff. So and like I used to, I'm going to caveat with that. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting, but I want to no. caveat with what you're saying. Uh, when you go out there and do your research, moms, look at who's writing the articles, what their background is. Don't just get one side of this. Now we're coming from the more um, traditional natural immunity side of this. So that's the kind of information that we're looking for. But there's a lot of information out there. I think on the other side of this, where they're talking vaccine, 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 and here again, we are not anti-vaxxers, where they're talking about vaccine and really, really pushing it, there seems to be a lot of contradiction, where I'm not seeing that type of contradiction when it comes to natural immunity. And that's the reason we wanted to come and talk about that, because it's very real and it's very robust. So I wanted Correct. to catch that. No, I'm, I'm glad you added that because uh, Vicki, you are very uh, strict about where you get your sources and your advice to me was critical. And so I went to the National Institute of Health <laughs> and got an article. Um, this was January 26th of 2021. So this was last year. All right. So they've known this for a whole year. Natural immunity found after recovering from COVID-19. <gasps> Let's get into this. At a glance, <laughs> the immune systems of more than 95% of people who recovered from COVID-19 had durable memories of the virus up to eight months after infection. The results provide hope that people receiving SARS-CoV-2 oh, vaccines will develop similar lasting immune memories after vaccination. So you can see how they're trying to compare natural immunity to the artificial vaccine immunity, just like you said, Vicki. So uh, very interesting as well. Do you have anything to add before we get into this a little bit, or do you want me just to dive into it? Well, I do, because I read something again in that same article I had mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, this doctor continues, Dr. Kaplan continues, and he says, so SARS COVID-2 cases were actually higher, listen to what, what this is saying, what he is saying here, were actually higher in states where natural immunity was low, but vaccination rates were high. Um, can you read that what? again, please? Can you read that again? Yes, SARS-CoV-2 cases were actually higher in states where natural immunity was low, but vaccination rates were high. So more cases were showing up. And remember this article is from, I think I had said this is from December of this year or last year. So this says right here that the natural immunity that people had in the states where it was low, you saw higher cases 
of COVID SARS-2 or SARS-CoV-2, and also there were higher rates of vaccination. So I think it's very interesting because you know you had kind of touched a little bit on maybe the vaccination is causing the COVID or part of it. I'm not saying all of it, but part of it. And I think that needs to be something that we look into and not just cover that up because the vaccination, from what I understand about vaccinations, and again, we're not doctors, but what I have, have understood about vaccinations over the years is that vaccinations give you the problem. <laughs> The virus, I guess you could say. What's so this? I think this is a this is just a small indicator of that. This is not everything, but let me remind you, moms, the survivability of COVID nineteen outside of nursing homes. This is a quote here: is ninety nine point seven four percent. Ninety nine point seven four percent. If you're under the age of forty, and I'm sure many of our viewers are under the age of forty. Your chance of surviving a bout of COVID-19, wait for this, this is incredible, 99.99%. Well, then why the heck would you want to get a vaccine that could give you the COVID-19? Uh, let me just add this. Okay. <laughs> um, Okay, I'm not going to go into that. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say something, but no, we're not, we're going to stick on the topic. Yeah, there's a well, lot that we can talk about. That's people, a lot. incredible. That's incredible, uh. Vicky. I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, also, in, in this article, it says after people, and this is from the National Institute of Health, because I'm not getting this off some obscure, you know, somebody else's just opinion. Right. After people recover from infection with a virus, the immune system retains a memory of it. Immune cells and proteins that circulate in the body can recognize and kill the pathogen if it's encountered again, protecting against disease and reducing illness severity. And what they're saying is that the vaccine will reduce the severity. That's what they're saying. They're not, they're not even addressing the natural immunity response. Nope. No. Let's just say it, Kathleen. Natural immunity is free. <laughs> and you make no money. You make no money on natural immunity. It's only on vaccines where the money's made. Come on. And they are making billions and billions of dollars right now. In fact, yep. I'm going down a rabbit hole about the biosurveillance. And I'd like to get a show on that because it's kind of the end result of what we're talking about. So, but all of these immune system components have been found in people who recover from SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. But the details of this immune response and how long it lasts are unclear. They always throw that in. They never know exactly what's going on never. or how long something's gonna be or when it's gonna happen. They, but they just can't predict that. But yet, if you go back, there's study after study after study. There's Navy documents, there's Department of Defense documents, there's military documents, there's Chinese study documents after document <laughs> suggesting that they know exactly what's going on. So sorry, moms, I get a little pumped up when we talk about the deception and the lies yes. of the super government of Zion. So um, anyway, this does go on. Do you have any 
what what else you want to say? Well, I was looking at another article that was dated this year, January 2nd, actually. Uh, it's an article that was in the Republic. Uh, and it talks about, um, they, it says Republicans contend that people who have recovered from the virus have enough immunity and antibodies to not need COVID-19 vaccines. And the concept has been evoked by Republicans as a sort of stand-in for vaccines according to the AP. So Florida, you know, Governor DeSantis, Florida wrote natural immunity into state law last month, forcing private businesses to let workers opt out of COVID-19 mandates if they can prove natural immunity through a prior infection, as well as exemptions based on medical reasons, religious beliefs, regular testing on an agreement to wear protected near blah, blah, blah. So Florida already has put this in law and Indiana is looking at it as well to put it into law there. We have about 30 seconds left, but I gotta tell you, this is a topic moms that you please, please, viewers, don't even take our word for it. We, we're reading you all this information and, this, and there's so much more out there. Please do your research before you even think about giving your toddler, your, your teenager a vaccination. Please do your research. That's part of what we do as parents. And I just encourage you to do that. Yeah, I did that with the, the chicken pox vaccine. I found it had uh, that fetal cell line from uh, the, the mother that had mental disorders. I mean, it's all there online. We, we, we printed it out and we declined that, that vaccine. Uh, I've declined many, many vaccines, but we're finding that the vaccine, the, the medical establishment is, looks like they're just out to make money and, and create patients for life is what it looks like because we know that there's a lot of uh, information about that. So, well, I guess that's it for today. That went fast. Moms Across <laughs> America, we love you. And we want the best for you and your families. God bless you. And uh, we, we want you to stay safe and warm and dry and be happy. Because when we thrive, uh, we survive. And, and then the medical establishment or those who want to, I guess, don't have our well-being in mind um don't benefit let's just put it that way so well thank you so much and if you liked moms across america tonight today you can go to blacksandwhites.us and check out our other shows god bless you and we'll see you next time and moms across america remember you are america see you next time bye-bye the Black and White Network proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisals. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from the mom's point of view. If you are interested in reaching our vast Black and White Network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.